trying desperately to piece my life back together. It's been 20 years since the Columbine school shooting, and today you'll hear Kristen Kruger's story about how she's not only surviving, but thriving. Welcome to this episode of Living a Life of Yes, the podcast that helps you change your life through the power of a single word, yes. Here's your host, David Rupert. Today on Living a Life of Yes, I'm, I'm here with uh, Kristen Kruger. Kristen is a Columbine survivor. Um, she's written a book, Healing the Invisible Wounds of Trauma. And today we're going to talk to her about living yes, despite living through the terrible times in life. Uh, Kristen, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, so tell us just a little bit about your background and um, how you got to this place. 20 years ago, what happened? Uh, 20 years ago, I was a senior at Columbine High School when the shootings happened on April 20th of that year. Um, I was two weeks from graduation and looking forward to uh, pursuing a degree, preferably my doctor. I wanted to be a trauma surgeon. Um, and all of a sudden, my life was derailed in that one moment. And over the next five years, I was completely dissociated. I was in a fog. I have very little memories of that time. Um, being a senior, they did not know what to do with us. They didn't have resources for us, and we did not get to go back and heal with our classmates like the other classes did. And we were very much left to our own to figure out how to survive after that happened. So that was essentially your last day of high school. That was my last day of high school. They tried to get us to go back to a neighboring school for half days, but uh, the trauma was so bad, I I didn't go back, and it didn't really matter. In these 20 years, you know, five of them were a blur. The other 15, you've spent doing what? Trying desperately to piece my life back together. Um, after I woke up, is kind of how I call my great awakening after those five years, I decided that I wanted to um, do something other than just barely exist. So for the next um, 15 years, the first part of that, I spent healing, um, getting to a place where I could function a little bit better and actually start to live my life the way I was supposed to, picking up the pieces of an, and creating a new normal and redefining myself into who I was now that I had survived that tragedy. So... You know, a lot of people, when they go through trauma, um, you know, there's there's different ways that, that people, at the end of it, you, you look back. I mean, you've probably identified some of those in this book. How do people normally go through trauma? There's There's all kinds of different responses. There are many different ways that people deal with trauma, but I, I have found um, throughout my experience, I've worked in mental health and I am now a trauma therapist myself. I have found that people either shut down and stay that way unless they get the help that they need or they've learned to fight and they claw their way back from that darkness and uh, eventually emerge stronger and more resilient than they were before the trauma happened. Uh, the people who pursue their own healing and choose not to give up are the ones that um, are successful in actually um, redefining their life. Um, over the years, people eventually kind of go into a numbed out existence where they're maybe functioning better. It's not as hard as it was originally, but they're not, um, they're not who they could be or who they should be. And they're definitely not free. They still respond to triggers as if it's just happening. Their flashbacks are still real and they are still very much in the middle of um, full-blown PTSD and trauma 
without the coping skills to pull themselves out and continue on with their life. So it takes a tenacity. It takes um, a vigilance. If you just kind of let things roll along, uh, the advance, the memories, the, the, the demons, so to speak, inside will consume you. And you really have to push through with, with force, with uh, direction, with uh, uh, decision, right? Absolutely. Um, trauma does not heal on its own. One of the things that people mistakenly believe and that some professionals agree with is that if you just wait long enough, then you will eventually feel better. And that's not the case with trauma and especially with PTSD and complex PTSD. Um, The longer you wait, the longer you go and pretend that everything's fine or you just try and allow the symptoms to ride, the worse you, you get. You don't get better spontaneously. You have to choose every single day to say, I am going to fight, I am going to be free, and I will not let the demons of my past control me anymore. So somebody's listening to this today. They've had something terrible happen in their life. Sometimes there are things that we cause, uh, which is kind of a different trauma because that's self-induced trauma. You can't blame anybody but yourself. How, how would you address that? I One of the things I had to learn after the shootings was that the shootings themselves were not my fault. I did not cause them. It was not my responsibility to fix that. However, every single thing I did after that, all of the self-destructive behaviors, all of the um, things that I did to cope in unhealthy ways, those were my choices. Um, My choices were based on my trauma and my woundedness, but I did choose to do things that I should never have done. And that was probably one of the hardest things that I had to come to grips with was that although the event itself was not of my own doing, the choices and the, the further trauma that I caused was mine. And when you can get to a place where you can accept that your choices are part of why you're suffering or are the reason why you're suffering and not blame yourself and get mad at yourself and and heap shame upon yourself and just look at it as this is the thing that I've done or this is the thing that's happened to me. This is not my identity. I'm not the thing that happened to me or I'm not the thing that I've done. You can start to move forward when you realize that you don't have to live in the past in order to Um, pay penance or in order to honor what happened to you um, or what happened to others. If, if you caused um, trauma to happen to someone else, um, it's not doing them any good to just continue to live in an unhealthy state where you could potentially um, do the same thing again. It's healthier and safer to choose to heal and figure out why you did it in the first place um, because, in my opinion, everybody who causes pain to someone else unintentionally or intentionally has their own history of trauma that they've not resolved. So when you can understand why you made the choices that you did and heal and learn and um, choose to say that, yes, you're going to live a different life than the one that you had before, that's when you are truly able to um, be free and and make amends, if you will, for the things that were done in the past. Um, So part of uh, living a life of yes, uh, we've been trying to talk through that, um, uh, that ability to be able to uh, take all of your past and all of those excuses that we use to really start to change your life. And those three little letters 
make a huge difference. Do you, do you see that in your practice? Do you see that in your life at all, the power of yes? Absolutely. Um, until you're ready to say that, yes, you want to own your life, you want to own the choices that you make going forward, you want to own your own healing, and you want to be the one that takes back the control that was taken from you, um, you, you can't heal. When you are constantly blaming other people, when you say, it's not my fault, or no, it's not as bad as it seems, or no, I'm not struggling as much as I am, you're perpetuating the pain that you're feeling and, and the pain that other people are experiencing because of your own pain. When you finally say, yes, I'm ready to live my life, I'm tired of um, doing the same destructive things over and over again, I'm tired of being in pain, I'm tired of hurting, and I want to live my life again, that's when you start to heal. And the only way that works is if you finally step step up and say, yes, I want to change my life. All right. That's beautiful. I'd encourage you to uh, check out uh, Kristen's uh, book. It's uh, Kristen Kruger, Healing the Invisible Wounds of Trauma, Illumify Media, available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever fine books are sold. I encourage you to continue to live a life of yes and let God bless. Thanks for listening. Do you have a story about how yes is changing your life? We'd like to hear about it. For more information, go to davidrupert.com. Until next time, live your life of yes and watch God start to bless.